Hey everybody, what's up? It's Chase. Welcome to another episode of the show, the Chase Travis Live Show podcast. Happy to be in your ears and have a great show in store for you today. My guest has been on three times, count of three, once in 2010. I, I think she was my first maybe three or four guests again uh, last year. And this time, for a third time, it's a little bit of a treat. It's a twist. Because what I'm uh, sharing with you today in this audio podcast is a recording of Creative Live TV. If you're new to Creative Live TV, this is where we are now live streaming, uh, capturing people in their homes, live performances, conversations, Q&As, book talks, um, cooking, you name it. We are going into the community, into the homes of people in our community, live streaming activities during this crazy time. So this was a conversation that was captured from my conversation with the one and only Jasmine Starr for creativelive.com slash TV. You should go check that out at some point. But for today's episode, you are in you are in luck because Jasmine is many things. She's a world-class photographer, was one of the top 10 wedding photographers in the world. She's now also a business strategist and the founder of a, an amazing subscription service called Social Curator, which we will talk a little bit about uh, in this broadcast. In short, it's a subscription service that really, really helps your social media, uh, I guess, caption templates, amazing photographs, guidance, um, how to plan your entire social media calendar for a month in, I think, two hours or something like that. Anyway, it's, it's an amazing product. She is an amazing woman. And why I think this conversation is so prescient, so timely, is because, let's face it, we are in a, very, a unique time. Nothing like this has ever happened. And how we show up on social media is very important. It's an important consideration. And I can give you plenty of insights, but I'll tell you what, it'd be a fraction of what you could learn from Jasmine Starr. So I'm going to shut up and get out of your way. And I know you're going to have a great time for this conversation between yours truly and Jasmine Starr about driving your social media, being sensitive and aware, not just of the downside, but all of the upside that this strange and unique time that we found ourselves in presents. So before we do, just a quick word from our sponsor, and then we'll be off with Jasmine. Hey, before we get into today's episode, I've got something to share. Life isn't about finding fulfillment and success. It's about creating it. To that end, I've got a new book out and it's called Creative Calling. It became an instant bestseller when it was released earlier this September. And for those of you listening to the podcast, if you dig this podcast, then this book is the perfect companion. I mean perfect because it takes the ideas we discuss here on the show and it organizes them. It takes my life of learning and studying creativity, talking to hundreds of the world's top creators in so many disciplines, and it organizes these ideas in a really clever and very practical way that I know will help you take action in pursuit of your dreams. So my ask is that you pick up a copy or two, or heck, 10. I'm not trying to be coy, but here's why. This is not about a transaction. This is about a message and a movement. You see, creativity is a force inside of every person, such that when it's unleashed, it transforms our lives and delivers vitality to everything we do. It's my belief that establishing a daily practice around creativity is therefore our most valuable and urgent task. It's as important to our well-being as exercise and nutrition. Now, I've put everything I have into this book, everything. It's been 10 years in the making. 
Um, just a couple words here from Richard Branson. He said, if you want to focus on creating amazing experiences, creating amazing businesses and relationships, Chase's book, Creative Calling, is an engaging guide to doing just that. Brene Brown said, Chase's experiences and his commitment to creating make him the perfect guide as we set out on our own adventures to learn how creativity has the power to change everything. Now, those reviews are just the tip of the iceberg, and you can read a couple hundred other five-star reviews on Amazon. But again, this isn't just about buying the book. It's about unleashing our most powerful force, our creativity. And I believe it's super important that as a community, we rally around ideas that we believe in. And so picking up a copy of Creative Calling, and more importantly, being a messenger for spreading this message, this is my ask of you. So thanks very much. And now let's get into today's show. Jasmine, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. It is such, such, such an honor to hang out with a friend, to create magic and have good conversations and just spread some really good vibes on, on the internet and on video and around the world. Ah. Uh. Wow. Well, plenty of new things in your world. I don't know if you're talking about a lot of that very publicly. Is that fair to bring into the conversation this early? Absolutely. Everything's fair game. Congratulations on being a mom. I've enjoyed your your pictures and what you've been sharing on the internet. Um, wow. What an experience. Can you say something about that for us? Or uh, I mean, I don't know. You could probably could talk forever about it, but it's, it's I, such an incredible thing to watch from afar. I could talk forever. I have been a mom for all of five weeks, and they have undoubtedly been the best five weeks of my life. I am. I have the honor of having a daughter who chose us to usher her into the world, and I'm so thankful for her birth parents. I'm thankful that uh, God put her in our arms and. She is so fantastic. Chase, I literally look at her and I'm like, I finally, I, I have a real life unicorn. Like she's just so <laughs> rad. She is just so, so, so rad. And it's like with everything, the madness that's going on in the world, instead of looking at things, you know, pessimistically or being overwhelmed or being scared or trepidatious, all of those seem, all of those things seem to pale in the light of her. Because mm. no matter what is going on in the world, you look at her and she's just happy. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect, right. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Well, what an amazing perspective to have right now in a crazy time. And, you know, I think that you are bringing that to this conversation is one of the reasons that I wanted to have you on. In addition to your brilliance in so many other ways as a photographer and a business strategist, um, Social Curator is a company that you co-founded with your husband and uh, now run. And that is an amazing venture where you create a social plan and assets for people to deploy against their audiences and businesses to help them grow. And it has been such a, a privilege and a treat to watch that grow from, um, gosh, it seems I know you've been doing it for a while. It feels like overnight. And I know you have a huge community online um, and it's with all that sort of um, experience, you know, from being a mom to being an entrepreneur and and what I think of as the, the one of the best people on the planet with respect to uh, social media that I know. Um, all of those things made me want to have you on the show today because it's we're in uh, uncertain times as basically you hear on every single thing that's mentioned in the media, whether it's here at Creative Live or elsewhere. And it's our goal uh, being in 
you know, at, um, as an usher to so many creators and entrepreneurs, you know, 20 million of them on the Creative Life platform, how do we, how can we add value and help? So we're doing a bunch of things, but this experiment here, Creative Life TV and going live into the living rooms, the couches, the kitchen counters of the people in our community, the world's top experts, you, um, to help us navigate these crazy times. And um, I have been lurking i'm not i guess not even lurking because i i'm always sending you the wave emoji but um i've been listening to what you have been helping people navigate and it makes a ton of sense and so i thought it would be amazing to have have you on creative live tv to talk a little bit about it well yeah i'm very proud and i'll say it loud again and again is that there have never been a better time to grow your business on the internet and leverage the power of social media than now. This is great and incredible news for anybody who has ever said they don't have enough time, they don't have the resources, and they don't know where to begin their search. So what I see COVID bringing out are two types of entrepreneurs. Those who will say that there is opportunity in the land or those who will come from lack and want and desire. And for anybody who wants something without mapping their actions to it, COVID's going to start separating <laughs> those who will grow and thrive and those who will be left behind. But here's the even better news is that studies have shown that there are twice as many people now online spending twice as long online wow. than before. So what does this say? This says that there are more people spending more time to hear the thing that you can say about your business or your future dream or your message or your poetry or your political platform. The choice now is, friend, will you rise to the occasion? Will you turn off Netflix? Will you do some push-ups? Will you make a green smoothie? And will you choose to see the light and the opportunity? That's the question. Wow. And I love that you just walked right into that without like no apologizing. No, it's because it's facts, right? Those are, those are, there's data. And we can also, we can simultaneously hold everything that you just gave us and acknowledge that this is a, a, a tough time for a lot of people. And there is, there is pain in the world. There is loss, there's grief, but it's fair. And we are able as humans, we have complex brains and we can hold these two things together, both can be true, um, but what I appreciate so much about you is the seeing the opportunity. And I, I embedded in there are some things I want to unpack. Um, one is stop doing these other things, a la just binge watching Netflix, um, and start paying attention to, you know, you listed a bunch of things. So let's like let's let's acknowledge all the things that um, we might be inclined to do when we are scared or uncertain or um, lazy. And then we'll shift into the, you know, now what, what do you want to start doing? So first, what are we stopping and what are you seeing out there as a, as a business strategist and as a head of a community of lots of people in your orbit? Um, so oftentimes people say you teach the thing you have to learn. And I want to be very forthcoming and I don't want to come across like I have it together or I am like a health coach or like a life coach or a guru in any way, shape or form. I'm talking about the things and the decisions that I have had to make to change my outlook from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. 
because it wasn't until I heard our mutual best friend, she's really your best friend, but I just pretend she's mine. Brene Brown had mentioned that we need to give ourselves the permission to mourn the loss of normal. And that Mm -hmm. somebody like me, you know, I'm looking around and I'm a doer. I take action. I process by action and, and action is the antidote to fear. And so when I started feeling very fearful of what was happening, I started doing more, but in the process of doing more, I was actually stuffing down real emotions that I did not want to address. And the real emotions that I didn't want to address was I brought, I have a child in the world at this point in time. I, uh, made big changes in my business. I bought a house unexpectedly. I sold a house unexpectedly when COVID had actually landed. None of the construction could take place and we couldn't get architects in place. So then we got home after adoption process that pulled us away from the state during our home closing to having less than a week to pack up our entire house with nowhere to go. So we moved into an apartment, which I've haven't lived in an apartment in a while. And I felt bad for my dog and things have been changing my business. And All of a sudden, I just kept on doing and I didn't take the time to say it is okay that life can be really bittersweet. And to acknowledge that what got us here, we will never be the same from. And for us to start there is the only place that we can actually grow, make a business decision or a life decision from there. Wow. I mean, any one of those things that you just described, like bringing home a new baby (laughs) or buying a house or selling a house, changing your business, any one of those things is like a gigantic thing. And you had all of them happening at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So the minute I was able to address those things, I made very big changes. And the big changes were to have a regular work day. And a big change for me, like I was never a person who slept eight hours a night, not because I don't believe in eight hours. I believe that eight hours is what you should do. My body had always only and ever functioned on six hours. Like that's where I was. I didn't take, I didn't have an alarm. It's just, that's what time I functioned. I've been like this for years. But during this time, I made it a very distinct priority to take melatonin earlier in the evening and get a full eight hours. I found myself, I'm not even like a drinker in any way, like a big drinker in any way, shape or form, but I just felt like I'm on a perpetual vacation, friends, pour me a margarita. Like I was like, you know, it was like an Ina Gardner with like her martini glass, like, you know, it's like a a, a, a gallon martini glass. And I realized that I was like, yo, you're doing this just to take the edge off instead of actually addressing like the underlying feelings that you're feeling. And then I noticed that there were a lot of people in the business world, in the news world, in like the health and wellness. I mean, in every world there was, there happened to be a lot of fear mongering, but fear mongering without any backstory, history, credence to what it is. We've never dealt with this Mm. in recent human history. So we have a lot of people pontificating. We have very few facts. And I felt like myself turning from one channel to another channel to reading this article and this article. And I was just filling it with everything that was negative. And so I decided just to, 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 to focus on two sources that I trust. Okay. And then to build out a pattern of creativity and development and, and, and the act of creating without anything on the back end of it. So a very simple example is I started seeing people having at-home cooking shows and Chase, you know, like bless my heart, I do not belong in a kitchen. 
but I started cooking. You know, it's like I started doing things that would help release a sense of creativity when as a photographer, I'm not out in the streets shooting. I'm not taking commissions. I'm not doing and creating videos the way that I had before. So we need to channel our creativity in a new way. And I will say that there's unexpected blessings of changing your patterns. And one of those things was I started noticing specifically the way that very effective like um, Instagrammer chef cookers, like they actually can live stream through a device with multiple cameras. And I thought to myself, huh, I think I can actually do this in the future. So doing things out of the norm really helps you see things in a new way too. Wow. So you talked earlier and just, uh, at the beginning of, of your rant there about, um, about structure. And you said you started to set up some like beginning of the day, the end of the day, less about what time is the margarita and more about, you know, how can, I think you called it development. Um, although I do like, you, you know, this about me, I do like a good margarita. I'm not going to Same lie. here, same yeah. here, honey, same here. <laughs> um, and it is also well known on the internet that you and your husband JD taught me how to make uh, corn tortillas. And now I have a corn tortilla press in every different like corner of my universe. We got one here up at the beach house. We got when like we and we give it as a gift now. By the way, okay, wait, wait, okay. Thing. This is a total. This is a total side note. But if you think the tortillas were a game changer, what we're going to teach you the next time we're at the cabin is getting those tortillas and then turning them into chips and <sighs> having guacamole with the margaritas. I'm telling you, we're gonna blow your dang mind. That's what we're gonna do. <laughs> I can't wait. This is uh, simple pleasures. Um, back on track from margaritas, which is now I'm already, <laughs> I'm already like shaking my margarita upstairs after this. Um, but I, I do it, I, like so many things that you said resonate. Um, one grieving the old, old world, uh, also acknowledging that it's never going to be the same. Um, I was a little bit uh, behind. We, we usually get together for a few minutes before these calls, and I was a little bit behind because. At Creative Live, our universe is completely being impacted in a, a very positive way because p more people now than ever before. You talked about how many people learning. The internet is is like, um, it's alive with people realizing that this is a time where they're home. They can consume the you know classes and content that they hadn't before. Also, the virtual conference. Like, our, we're swimming in new opportunity, but we're still having to swim. And it's it, we are in a sink or swim. So I am usually a person who defends my mornings like crazy. I have a very, like, a, a reasonably strict routine that I do. I think probably nine out of 10 mornings every once in a while I'll get thrown off. And in this world, like I'm my, my I roll out of bed into my laptop and onto my phone and I just go. And then the, the cue that I need to eat something is when it gets dark. And then I'm like, Oh my God, I no wonder I'm dumb as a box of rocks. I haven't eaten. So my routine is completely blown up. We have an apartment in our house. I just had to move off the dining room table because I did my whole work world had dominated the main floor of our house Kate's like, um, I think you need to go down to the apartment. And so here I am down here. I've got a new office. I, I'm, I don't have my zone figured out yet. And of course, you know, you have a new child, new house, sold a house, bought a house, building all this stuff. And it seems like you're, you're reasonably dialed in. What are some of the things these changes that you've made before we even get to the social media? Like what's your online presence? What are you doing at home? What are some of your routines? And then I want to, of course, jump to the some of the things that you're doing to create, as you said before, in a new way with the cooking stuff. And then specifically, let's talk about how you're 
um, interacting on social because for so many of the creators and entrepreneurs are watching, there's a paralysis like, is, can I sell some stuff right now? Or how do I talk to my people? Are they still my people? Or are they worried about their health and wellness and where their next paycheck is going to come from or their unemployment check or whatever? So first talk about routines, then talk, let's move into specifically what you're recommending people do for their business and professional personality online. So, um, I have always had a virtual business. When we founded Social Curator, the team was a virtual team from the beginning. So in a way, it was an unexpected blessing to have the ability to keep business running as normal. The big things that had changed has been primarily like the workspace that we have. Um, and the routine has really stuck closely to what it was before. I am an early riser. I normally wake up when it is dark outside and I pray and I meditate. And at that time, I usually will go and work out. But because I can't work out, and we are definitely quarantined in Southern California, I will do an online workout. So I am doing like cardio in my living room. And my living room is my office. And the office is the dining room. And the, I mean, we're literally, it's like, you know, a couple of days ago, I was on Instagram and, and doing a live teaching people how to show up for their business. And a girl said, well, that must be really nice when you have a house and an Instagramable life. It's not easy when you have an apartment. I was like, bro. I am living in a spot that has been smaller than like my average dorm room. Like if you want it bad enough, you can create content. So when we talk about how our, our, our daily structure empowers us to be creative in new ways, let's just use this exact conversation as an example. I am screen recording from my computer, our Skype conversation is currently split screened. And then I have a vlogging camera set up to the side and we're recording on Zencaster. I firmly believe that this will be about a one to two minute IGTV that will be spliced up and put on Instagram. And then a portion of this conversation will be repurposed into my podcast. As long as my good friend Chase Jarvis gives me permission and we let it all roll out, but we're creating content with what we have. I go live on Instagram a few times a week on the floor of my apartment. I do believe that now more than ever before, there's this boomerang effect of everybody who is posturing to have this big, beautiful, perfect life with your private jets and your two twin poodles and you're on a swan blow up in a pool. It's like that can't exist right now. So how are you going to show up, honey? How are you going to make your room look really cool when everybody's in quarantine? It has been a massive leveling of the playing field and you have one choice to show up and be all of you or try to cower and live behind a facade of what used to be. Wow. And well, obviously, um, that is a reality check for a lot of people. And I, I've always known you to come with the goods and show up and say, speak, speak truth. And you know, truth when you hear it, right? It resonates. And that is, I think, um, a, that's a, a quality I've always appreciated in you. But B, it's the medicine that I think a lot of people need to hear right now. And so thank you for saying it. Um, the fact that you're able to share with us uh, that social curator and your baby's new life and your workout room and they're all the same room. <laughs> That's real life talking right there. Um, has your you you went rather quickly over the your schedule. Do you feel like it's very similar? And are you is there a time when you like you switch gears to like, okay, this was like morning time and we're, you know, feeding the, our, our child and 
um, when JD's doing X or I'm working out or whatever, and then you go into work mode or how are you, um, how are you doing all of those things in one room that you just described? Like what's your, what's the tactic there? Um, it's very much a schedule. I will say that earlier in the conversation, I joked, not so joked that our daughter Luna is a unicorn. And I know I, every parent should, every parent says it and every parent is right. But a little bit of proof that this child was really perfectly suited for entrepreneurs is that she's currently sleeping 12 hours a night and she has four two hour naps each day. And so because of it, and y'all like, she's like, goodness gracious, she's just two months old. Like this baby is like so divine that she's so much like clockwork that we can actually build out a schedule. So I get a workout before I wake up and then I do her morning feeding and I do tummy time and I do play. I put her down, JD and I wake up and he walks the dog and he comes back. We plan on our day. He gets her next shift. And then I get most of the afternoon, I'm very selfish. You know, you know me, Chase. I get to do, I I get to do like an afternoon feeding, but he's doing the diaper changing and um, he's doing a lot of her physical work and things of that nature. But at four o'clock, I will do her feeding. I'll do her tummy time. I put her down and then I have just about an hour to finish what I have to do for the day. And if I don't get it finished, because we're not getting out in the same capacity and because we can't decompress outside of this space, I, what I'm sitting on right now, I actually will post a picture of this on Instagram. I'm, my computer is currently on a bar cart, like a bar cart that I got on clearance from Target. Okay. I'm yes. sitting in front of a chair in front of this background next to a window because there's no other light in this apartment. And so what I will do at the end of this workday is close my laptop, put the bar cart back, rearrange our furniture, and then I'll play with the baby. And then JD and I will cook together. We have a conversation. Then we do bath time. And then we just catch up on very glamorous things like laundry. And <laughs> then we decompress. Then we like, well, then that's just our time to sit out on a balcony and by balcony, I'm in a four foot by five foot space and, uh, in the lanai, the the West wing. Um, and I will say that through it all, the structure has been a gift Mm. and I know that that's a luxury, but if people are listening and create, can create any sort of structure, even if the structure requires you waking up earlier, or even if the, the structure requires you to ask things of people when you normally wouldn't, like, hey, dad needs to go to the basement and write on his manuscript for 45 minutes. Mom needs to go into the tub and I need to listen to a podcast for myself. Like, what you, if you normally wouldn't ask for structure, because times have changed and needs have changed, it's so important that you take care of yourself before you're ever expected to take care of somebody else. Because I owe it to my daughter and other parents owe it to their partners, to their business partners, to their team, to their children, to show up in the fullest sense of themselves. Mm, spoken. It's again, you, when you hear truth, you, you know it. It's, it just resonates. Um, I'm working on that schedule. I'll get I'll text you tomorrow <laughs> with how I'm doing. No, I um, actually I actually want to get a boomerang of you going and doing your ice bath and then oh, yeah. your jacuzzi. Because you know, and then at some point, and listen, I get it. Everybody's in hustle mode. Chase, you had said, you know, right now it's a sink or swim and we're swimming. And I'm like, bro, welcome to the club. Everybody is swimming. Yeah. Now our objective is to swim, but also to rally people around us and say, how can together we build a raft? 
there's a tidal wave coming. Like, I don't want to sound like doomsday, but it's going to no, get I worse get before it gets better. So For if sure. we're not taking care of ourselves now, we're going to be like really jacked up in the future. So Chase, listen, hit it hard this week, but somewhere on Saturday or Sunday in the afternoon, if you could bring up that green hooded barbecue fancy thing that you do and put a big hunk of meat. I don't even know the type of meat that you cook because I'm a vegetarian. And then you just salt it up and you sit with your gorgeous wife and you just talk, not about business, but about life. You'll do yourself a solid. You will. I'm, I'm, I'm on it. And I want to acknowledge that like I am, this is part of why I'm confessing right here is because I'm, I'm usually pretty militant about my time in the morning. And you're right. I do. Um, I do do a hundred and six degree hot water dunk and then a 40 degree ice bath every morning. And I have missed more mornings in the last two weeks than I have in the previous, I would say six months. And, um, the amount that I'm cooking is, uh, lower. We're trying to support some friends of ours. We're pretty connected to the food scene here in Seattle. So we're trying to do that. But I also, there's a little hole in my heart and my stomach if you will, that, um, I need to get back to the, the, the cooking, which I do really, really, really enjoy. So I will take this as a challenge <laughs> and I'm, I'm on it. Uh, let's shift gears though, if we can, to the second half of my two part question, which is clearly you're an advocate of structure. You just articulated really well what you and JD are doing. And I, I took some feedback on what I might be doing differently starting, uh, tomorrow. Hey, but, Kate, you're welcome. <laughs> that's right. If she hadn't relegated me to the downstairs apartment <laughs> as its own entrance, uh, I would, she would walk over and say, <laughs> um, but I had to get out of the main floor of our house because I was dominating it. So, um, but part two of the question I think is, um, new for people like uh, very, Few people have been around long enough who would be um, articulate on social media that have encountered something of you know, remotely close to this magnitude. A lot of us were around for 9-11, for the financial crisis of 789, um, and those were big, but they were more regional than we gave them credit for at the time. And this is truly global. And, um, and I think the impact on lost life, on economies, on, on all of the walks of life that we have historically talked about is going to be orders of magnitude greater. And I'm with you. I think it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. So, uh, in my point, this is, this makes the, the, the part of this discussion even more relevant. How do we, um, manifest ourselves online. You talked about being, you know, keeping it real and all of the things that you're doing, but, but give me some specifics. Like, are you talking about the ways that your life is different or you're not talking about it? Are you, do you feel like you have the ability to be in full sales mode or do you feel like that is um, counterproductive? Are you, you know, presume you have a subscription business with social curator, um, Presumably people are saving money. And so do you respond to trying to go get more customers or do you let, you know, are you just trying to cut expenses in your business? Like, let's get real tactical with the, the entrepreneur, um, individual creator side of, 
you know, that so many people have to consider right now in our community? What, that's one of the biggest questions and the most frequently asked questions I'm asked during this time is how do I show up? And the good news and the not so good news is that there's not one answer for all businesses. Mm. Because the way that I would speak to a travel professional is very differently than the advice that I would give for somebody who is in, in selling children's clothes. So case in point, this is the very first Easter in my entire life that I actually get to create an Easter basket. Now, I know that in this day and age, in this specific economy, it's not like I don't want to frivolously spend, but I also don't want to be robbed of the joy of something that I've been waiting for for so long. This just goes to show that even in the darkest times of human history, there were basic needs that people wanted to still take care of. Food, safety, appearance, entertainment, education, even in much smaller ways than there had before, but those never went away. And so what I did on Instagram, I just did an Instagram story and I said, hey, I can't go out and I can't shop for an Easter basket. What small businesses would you recommend that I would be able to purchase from to put items in the Easter basket? And I had all these overwhelming um, responses and I was so excited to support around eight small business owners. Now, if they were on Instagram and they hadn't posted because, oh goodness, we shouldn't be selling or promoting our Easter items during this time, I would have. they would have lost an amazing opportunity for collaboration from somebody who actually wants to buy and invest in their business. Mm -hmm. So I do think that you can show up for your business if it is in a place of service. Now people are like, but Jasmine, I don't wanna sell. And I was like, make no mistake, boo-boo, I have never, not once, ever preached to people to sell. I am not a saleswoman, I'm a servicewoman. I stand by my services, and if you stand by your services because you know that they're valuable to somebody who needs your business, or do you get into food prep? People need to know how to food prep on only going to the grocery store twice, once every two weeks. Are you in the fitness space? People need at-home workouts by, and there was this one thing that I saw on Instagram that I actually did, is like to do a leg lift with like a bottle of Tide. And I was like just using household items on how to stay in the fitness space. Are you a photographer and you're like, all of my business is dried up and I don't know what to do. Can you think outside of the box? Can you do an at-home posing on your iPhone tutorial? I saw this post on Instagram of somebody like 10 poses to do on your couch in under 10 minutes. It was so funny and jocular and so culturally relevant that this person's business was still staying top of mind. People say, but Jasmine, I'm a wedding photographer. And like, let me just say that pressure is real. Weddings have been canceled, period. The wedding world has taken such a massive hit. But the thing that I'm like telling people so ardently, which I believe with all of my heart, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when we rebound. And weddings at the end of 2020 will not look like weddings at the start of 2020. There will be people having Thursday weddings. There will be people having weddings at the courthouse. There will be Monday weddings. There will be an early Saturday wedding and a light Saturday wedding. So how about right now as wedding photographers, you rest up your feet because you're gonna gotta hustle twice as hard to get half of what you were gonna get in the beginning of the year. But if you want it, bad enough, it will be there. During this time, if I was a wedding photographer, I would reach out to venues, to coordinators, to florists, to calibrators, to stationers, and I would say, can you please send me your items? I wanna shoot photos for free for your social media. So I would be creating content for social media for myself. I would also be creating marketing collateral for these other businesses to still shout out my business. I've also seen of like portrait family photographers having what they call the front porch sessions to where in their local community, they put it out. You'll get paid via Venmo and the family sits on the front porch 
and you get family photos done while you're socially distancing away. Like, listen, we have seen restaurants do pickup. We've seen restaurants do family dinners. We have seen nail technicians sell at-home manicure kits. Innovation is here for those who want to take it and for those who want to survive. Do you think you should be selling? I don't know. I've never said you should. Do you think you should be serving your potential customers with all of your heart and being respectful to their particular financial situation? Yes, but I've been saying that since the beginning. No, it's true. Nothing's changed. Uh, and yet everything's changed, but the core principles of, uh, you said something early on that I want to echo. I think it's especially relevant is like showing up for your business. Like you believe that what you've created is of value. And I think you use the word stand by your business. And that is, um, to me, that is a lens that you can look through, look at this situation and actually make sense of so much. Are you willing to stand? It's like stand by your homie. And if your business is your homie for so many people, it's their livelihood. It's their personal passion. It's an area of expression. It's, it's, you know, more than just a homie. It is like, it serves a lot of needs. If you can think of it in terms of that, that just, it, to me, that reframes and basically everything. Um, what about people who are not entrepreneurs or who've always aspired to be and they have a nine to five and that nine to five allows them to um, operate more safely and express themselves with this hobby or a future like thing that they ought to want to pursue. So um, do you have a a lens through which to advise them on how they show up online? Yes. Surprise. Surprise. Yes. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Listen, for all the people who were who were afraid to bet on themselves, for all the people who listen to doubt and fear and shame and other people's opinions, you now have a carte blanche. You have a clean slate. You can try anything you darn well please. And if at some point in the future it doesn't work out, y'all, you can say COVID made me do it, you know? I wasn't I wasn't thinking straight or I just wanted to experiment with the extra time I had. Listen, we now have an opportunity for people to look at their business or the business that they want and say, what type of business do I want to build? One of the upsides of COVID is that a lot of entrepreneurs are asking, okay, what can I do now to keep my business going? And I want to encourage people to say, what can you do now to change your business in the future? Because if there were things that you didn't like about your business or the structure or the systems you had in your business and you're not changing them now, you're going to be trying to save a business that you're all not that excited about. Mm. But can you use this opportunity to say, you know what, I have a new opportunity to reframe and regroup and build the business that I want. And for somebody who doesn't have a business, now you have an opportunity to say, what kind of business do I want? You have the extra time. You have the resources. Creative Life has a bounty of education. Like this right now is an opportunity for those who want to take it all. Like build your business. And if it doesn't work out, hashtag blame it on COVID. Wow. Spoken. And I feel like that is such a refreshing perspective. And that's the same thing we're trying to uh, advocate for at Creative Live. Part of what is paralyzing so many people is the way they used to be, right? Because they've told themselves a story and they're still attached to that story. And what I'm hearing you say is all bets are off, honey. 
or boo-boo, as you like to say, and <laughs> Kate and I call each other boo-boo all the time. Like all bets are off. And now is this great, you have the great excuse. And what got you here certainly is not going to be the thing that gets you where you want to go. So what are you going to change? What's new? What's different about your existing business? I'll use Creative Live as an example. What we're doing right here at Creative Live TV, the fact we're piping in real-time conversations and performances, like, again, pianos and cooking and things that, like, just our community is showing up in ways that we never even expected. And we're trying to celebrate that, the fact that you're – one of the best in the world at talking about how people show up on social media. That's not an accident, but we like, great, let's give, you know, point the camera at Jasmine. All this is new. And we were like, oh, we're going to launch this. We're going to see if it's okay. Yeah, yesterday was like, we've been in beta for about a week, and but yet we did this yesterday for real with a lot of people and resources pointed out. And it's like, we just like literally had a debrief at 11 o'clock this morning. We're like, oh, this is 100% never going away. 24-7, like, performances, mu music, acting, exercise, like, that is absolutely a core piece of Creative Live and how, like, now we're, like, today there's a whole work stream that's kicking off about how is this going to manifest itself on the website. So, you know, in a world where we see ourselves as being able to add disproportionate value in a time because we didn't know the thing we've been building is going to, you know, how, that it could show up and help a lot of people. We're going through the same thing that our community is going through trying to reinvent. And we basically had that card in our pocket, like, Oh, this thing is a total bust. And there was lots of, it was rough around the edges for sure yesterday, but we had that card. We could play like, Oh, well, it's an experiment and didn't work. But what we found was, Oh my God, this is here to stay. So okay. validation of okay. your point. So let's, but let's play the opposite of that because somebody can look at you and be like, ah, oh, that Chase Jarvis has the Midas touch. He's like a cat always landing on his paws. Okay, fine. People could say that, but let's just say that somebody wanted to be a calligrapher or somebody wanted to be a photographer. And so they start consuming content. They start creating, they even started own dedicated Instagram account. And let's say six to eight weeks from now, let's say 12 weeks. People say, okay, it's time for you to go back to work and da, 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 da. And you look back and say, wow, nothing really came of the time that I had spent pursuing this thing that I wanted to do. Well, you now had a creative experiment. You now know whether or not you actually want to have a business on something that brought you life. What if you really wanted to become a baker and you realized that when you had 12 orders of your pies, it became a job and became overwhelming and you didn't know how to process and then you didn't know how to package and you didn't know how to put everything out there and you realize, I don't really know if I want to create a website. I don't really know if I want to do returns or answer questions about ingredients. What if you wanted to create dog collars and in the process of you creating dog collars, you became enslaved to a sewing machine. You're like, I just don't really like this life. I don't want to do this. Or what if nobody wanted the dog collars? Well, there is a local dog salvation pound agency that's going to be so blessed with your newfound gift and you're going to put out good in the world. There's only good that will come from you pursuing a creative venture. You actually have more passion to pursue it professionally on nights and weekends, or you realize you just want to keep it a passion or three, you took time to create something and express it with the world. All three of those are wins in my book. So true. How do we, what, what should we be doing differently to 
help the world understand that. Like, how do we shout this from the mountaintops? We're, we're just going around here one at a time, you and me trying to make some content and share it with someone like, is that the, is that what we can do? Or should we be amplifying this in some way, shape or form? Like this is, this is helpful information for so many who are paralyzed. Are we doing enough right now? I guess we're doing all we can, huh? Our, our, I believe that our objective is to do the most we can with what we have, but also for people who don't want to hear the message, don't try to convince them. Mm-hmm. Our time is so valuable. There's like this like biblical illusion that says, do not cast your pearls to swine. Like I believe that what I'm dropping are pearls of wisdom mm-hmm. and experience. But if someone's like, this girl's tripping, she's not actually aware of what's going on. If that doesn't work for everybody, listen, I'm not going to waste my time trying to convince you. I'm going to waste what I'm going to take whatever time I have. And I'm going to spread the message to one, two, 100,000, 1 million people who actually will listen. So no, I don't think that you should feel the pressure of doing any more than what you can with what you have. And you approach it with humility and with grace and with abundance. And the people who want to pay attention will. And those who won't, won't. Mm. <laughs> this is the, if this mic wasn't attached, I would drop it. But it's attached. <laughs> I think it would break some shit if I did that. <laughs> um. Wow. Thank you for sharing your genius with us. What, what questions have I not asked that I should be asking? Cause I've always, um, a little bit behind, but what, what, like, what, what are we not covering that folks at home are thinking about? Well, I was thinking, can we go through just like five ways that people can innovate? Because right now what I think, which is creative live is emblemic of this. This really yeah. goes back down to quick innovation. What can we do? So mm-hmm. I want people to ask themselves, these are a couple, like a couple of notes that I had written down three main questions. Number one, what are people asking for? Now you might say, but nobody's asking me of anything about my business, but people are asking questions. People are asking about at-home workouts. People are asking about meal planning. People are asking about what they could do with their free time or whatever the case may be. Uh, Number two, ask yourself what's culturally relevant. Like, do I really think that you should be creating travel plans right now? Probably not. I don't think that would be your quick innovation, right? You want to see something that's culturally relevant. And then number three, what is something that's new that I could do on business? I don't want somebody reinventing that didn't work in the prime time, because if it didn't work in the prime time, it's definitely not going to work in this kind of like uncertain time. So it must be new. Those three questions will actually lead you to thinking about things in new ways. So let's use social curator as an example. So here's one good thing, Chase is like with social curator, it's closed enrollment. So this isn't even like a sales pitch. Like I, even if you wanted to buy, you couldn't. However, we asked ourselves, what are people asking us during this time? So many business owners were like, I'm at home and I need to show up on social media and I don't know how let me into social curator. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. It's closed enrollment. Number two, what's something that could be culture relevant? Well, teaching entrepreneurs how to show up on social media. That's like a big pressure point. And then number three, what is something that's new? So the team and I had conversations and we're like, there is people who are hurting. There are people who need help and we are in the position to help them. What are we going to do about it? So we, for the very first time, gave free access to Social Curator. We created a sneak peek Social Curator experience where people can come in, get photos and captions and Instagram story templates and get a marketing action plan that teaches them how to show up on social with no strings attached, no tripwire, no we're going to sell you on the back end. It's like, yo, we're out here to help businesses, period. Socialcurator.com forward slash sneak peek. And if you don't have sneak peek. Sneak peek, because that's what we want people to do. Because what happens is that people are paralyzed by fear. And if we have the tools 
to make it less scary. It is our moral obligation to empower entrepreneurs to say, get over it, buttercup, buck up, let's go. Here's what you can do, now go. Now, if you choose not to use that, that's on you. You just didn't want it bad enough. And this is where I rub people really the wrong way. People say, but you don't get it, Jasmine. I totally want it. Listen, if your actions don't map your aspirations, you didn't want it bad enough. And that's okay. Say, I just want to keep it a passion. But don't sit here and complain as if the world was against you. Because there are people who have less and are doing more in dire situations and are winning. What is your excuse? That's just it. Boom. <laughs> I know the Puerto Rican straight come out. You know, it's like my big earrings. I got to get bigger earrings for this interview. Socialcurator.com slash sneak peek. Sneak peek? Yes. It's sneak peek, P E E K. Yeah, it's not like. Well, sneak. actually, you know what we did, Chase? You know what we did? People were having a hard time spelling it. So we did a we vanity URL for peak, P E E K, and then peak, P E A K. So we got you covered on both ends. It's all good. Oh, I love it. I was like, that's that's what time of day it is for me right now. And that 345 flight, I'm like, how do you spell peak again? Get this bro an apple and some almonds, please. <laughs> that's what we need right now. No, I, I and I, it's also time to for me to tell you, like, what you've done with Social Curator is so cool. And it's been so fun to watch you and JD create that from the ground up. It is a fantastic service, um, provides so much value. The community is so tight. Um, can we talk about Social Security for a second? I know you're good at it, and it's closed enrollment right now. But um, un unpack a little bit of it for us, for for people who uh, might be. I'm, of course, I know it well, but for people who this might be the first they're hearing about it, just unpack a little bit of it for us, if you would. Our focus is on small and medium-sized business owners, people who aren't necessarily working with digital agencies, but they want to know what social media marketing strategies are working now. I am first a practitioner before I've ever become a preacher. So I'm taking what I'm doing on social, I'm breaking it down step by step and say, this month in marketing, let's do this. And just in case you're like, oh, I don't have any photos, we give you lifestyle stock photos. And Jasmine, I don't know what to say on, on my post, but we give you caption templates that are fill in the blank and fully customizable. Jasmine, I wanna show up on Instagram stories or LinkedIn stories or Facebook stories, then we give you templates that you can customize and make them for your business. So mm -hmm. we're here with just turnkey solutions. What we saw a lot of people doing is there's a lot of education on the internet, and I love that. I love educating. But when it came to actually giving the tools to get it done and people didn't have time, that's where we saw a gap in the market. And we're like, hey, I want to talk to business owners. I want to make people believe that the impossible is actually possible for them when they have a clear plan and the resources to do it. It's and that uh, you know, as someone who's well acquainted with your product and with your journey to make it happen, like it is so effective. And the fact that you know this this it's like community concept and tools all in one subscription. Like I think that is incredibly powerful. And I know that this I'm I'm going to go a little bit deeper here because I think it's probably the most in the, the subscription is probably the most insane value per dollar i'm not even kidding like on the internet people are like oh netflix 15 bucks or whatever i'm like social curator better value because the alternative is like very very expensive and the, the time and energy that you've put in over the course of the last 15 years in order to build up your 
your strategic chops and also you said you're a practitioner, your executional chops. Um, can you give us a little bit of insight on the how the pricing is structured? Because I think it's brilliant. Yeah. Or, you know, if you don't if you don't want to, because it's closed and people can't actually get into it right now, I get it. But just if you if you're willing to, uh, it would be great. Absolutely, it's forty nine dollars a month. And one time on the back of a napkin, I actually calculated how much it would cost for somebody to get, you know, at minimum 30 lifestyle photos and have a copywriter write captions and invest in like a mentor to teach them about marketing and to have a solution for Instagram stories that were done for you. And we came up somewhere in the ballpark of $6,800. And that is the cheapest, that would be the cheapest possible of course, version of, of all of those things that you described. Of Holy course, stuff. of course. But I'm like, we want to be practical. I mean, you can't put a price tag. It's like this pretend price tag is 34,956. Yeah. Like, but like, really, we're like, if you just bare bones this and hired a photographer and you had a mentor and you bare bones this with a graphic designer and a copywriter and you bare bones this with a mentor, it's like we bare bones it and we're like 6,800 easy. The fact that we've been able to streamline that for small business owners who really need solutions. And I'm not going to kid myself. I don't believe that it is a, a perfect fit for every business owner. But I always say to myself, if you use one to 5% of the resources, you have more than covered the monthly subscription. So, so. True. Yeah. So true. People would ask like about uh, photography, like, oh my God, commercial, high-end commercial photography is so expensive. Could never like, but it's like, yeah, but what if you sell 1% more? And then you just like look at the cost of the shoot relative to 1% more of whatever your product is. And in the world where I'm working for large, you know, Fortune 100 or 500 country, companies, it's just like, you know, and, and, and a photograph has the ability to do that. Or in your case, like the that's part of what's so mind blowing is like the, it's all of those things. It's the strategy, the tactic and the actual assets. It's, it's bonkers. I remember I mean, talking with here's you guys the about thing. I know, process. I know. So I mean, crazy. I remember us, we were on, I don't even know if you talk about like your family boat, but your family has a boat, but sure. it's, a, you know, it's Seattle. Everybody has yeah. boats. Like it's what you do. Yep. So we're out on this boat and we're talking about this, like, kind of idea. We're tapping around this idea of what social curator is. And throughout the years and iterations, Chase has always been the one to ask great, insightful, hard questions that were like really rising to the surface, like refining what the idea is. But I cannot wait, Chase, that when JD and I, when we can travel again, JD and I are going to take Luna to Seattle and we're going to get on this boat with you and Kate. And I'm going to tell you what the vision for social curator is in 2021. And I am telling you, come hell come high water, come brimstone. What we do with Social Curator in 2021 is going to make the Social Curator of 2020 look so, so, so basic. <laughs> like what we're going to do for business owners is a low down crying shame because we're gonna be out here <laughs> taking some names, homie. Like just oh. wait, can you see what we, I mean, like when we say, like when you have this girl from the hood who wanted to become a photographer and didn't have a camera and then all of a sudden taught a photography class to 155,000 people, like that girl was taught that impossibilities is just a title because everything is possible if you all of a sudden think it, work toward it and ask for people's help from it. So I just cannot wait. <laughs> like this brown girl is gonna build a tech platform for I business owners. Just come, I, it's just, it's coming, it's I coming. I love it so much. And I think like there's, 
Well, thank you for sharing that. And I can't wait to know the details. And I, I realize I get to be in on the details sometimes before some people, but I'm grateful for our friendship and I can't wait to hear uh, about the next chapter. But I think there's, there's for people who are watching right now, I hope you see the conversation that Jasmine and I are having friend to friend, entrepreneur to entrepreneur, but also there's something there that is unspoken, but clearly present. And that, that is Jasmine has a willingness to stand up for her business. She knows that there is incredible value there. She's been putting 10, 15 plus years into creating the mindset, the tool set, the ability and the action around bringing that to life. And you can see, feel and smell that. So my question to those who are watching right now and who feel paralyzed, we understand that it is an uncertain time. But if you can catch just a little bit of the magic that Jasmine's putting out, like that's what it looks like, that what it smells like, feels like to be able to play through. That is this combination of mindset and action, um, point of view, passion that um, separates people who are going to uh, create some success, who are going to create success for themselves, try and say that five times fast, um, and those who won't. And that's what it looks like right there. So thank you so much for showing up for us, Jasmine. I mean, obviously we have a lot of relationship outside of what we do on the internet, but um, every time we turn the cameras on, it's always a, a treat for me to um, to learn and to be inspired by the work that you do. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm, I'm gonna turn this off and then I have a couple of questions to ask you about baby Luna. Thank you so much for showing up to Creative Life TV, Jasmine. Appreciate Thank it. You. What's the best place for people to find you? Socialcurator.com. Forward Clearly. slash sneak peek. Yeah, slash sneak peek. Good thing to share in this time where a lot of people are trying to figure their stuff out. Uh, and at Jasmine Star, everywhere else on the internet. Um, thank you so much. We will look forward to having you back again soon. Hey, that was an awesome episode. But before you bounce, just I got three quick thoughts. First, thank you for being in this community. It gives me so much juice. I can't even tell you so much juice that when I hit publish and this show goes out into the ether, that there's an amazing community of like-minded people just like you consuming and sharing the show. So thank you. Second, it would be huge. It would mean the world to me if you left a review at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Now, we're regularly featured at the top slot there on Apple's podcast page and others in Spotify, etc. And that's because of your reviews. So if you've ever wanted to uh, lend a hand or you got some value from me in the past and you want to pay it forward, that would be amazing. And then lastly, it would also mean the world to me if you shared the content that you get here whether it's a screenshot or a photo of where you're listening, anything via Instagram stories um, or any other social feeds tagging me and the guests. Now, I repost this content and your comments all the time, so I would love to share your shoutouts in my feed too. Um, not only do these shoutouts, uh, are, are they good for you and me, but they also help us book amazing guests because they see the reach that you cultivate. This is a way for you to help contribute to the show. So again, want to say thanks i'm just at chase jarvis you can use at creative live as well and the guests are easy to track down because they are well they're 